Welcome to the Six Ways to Sunday podcast, hosted by award-winning television director, documentary filmmaker, author, and speaker, Craig D. Forrest. Join Craig for the next few minutes as he interviews leaders, artists, and creatives about trends and insights shaping our digital world and faith-based media. This podcast is produced and brought to you by Matchstick Media International. Now, here's Craig. Really enjoying this conversation from the last episode with producer, actress, and model Bailey MB. Let's continue the conversation now. Every year, because I'm a producer, but I'm a creative producer, mostly a director, but because I have my own small company, I get two or three, four times a year, you must get it more than I would, of someone who says, I have a book that would make a great script or a great movie, or I have a script that God told me to write. <laughs> can I, can I, this would be, this is the world is going to be one to Christ with this script that God told me to write. And I will say to them, wonderful, that good for you. But I am not legally, I said, I, I can't read your script. I legally, you, you do not send it to me. Don't send it to me by email, attach. I can't because I cannot look at unsolicited scripts for legal reasons. Can you talk about that? Because I'm sure you have that too. I do. I get that a lot. And in my wheelhouse, I exercise the ability to say no, but I also um, try to be resourceful and give them avenues to go because you never know what, what the next Oscar winning, you know, uh, script is going to be or whatever. But so there are several literary agents, but for me, I think the most knowledgeable piece of advice I could give on that is to hire, hire a accredited script writer, because a lot of times people don't have them formatted properly. You know, they literally have to be a certain number of pages. Um, they have to hit certain bullet points, you know, the fourth or fifth page, there has to be an event happened to capture the audience. And then on the 20th page, there has to be a midpoint. And then it's like, they really do have to be formatted. And so if you're, if you don't know, or you've never written a screen or a screenplay or teleplay, get someone that does know how, and, and, you know, it's, it's going to cost some money, but in the long run, it will be worth the investment. There we go. And over again, people say, I need an agent. And I'll go, well, why don't you write a good script first? And if it's good enough, then consider an entertainment lawyer, perhaps, because someone has to represent that script for it to be onto the desk of a producer that's going to be able to read it. Well, that's well, and most most yeah. of the time, Craig, what I have found is a lot of these companies, you know, who do acquisitions, they very rarely just take a, take a script. And, you know, a, a key component to that is networking with people, but uh, they rarely, you know, read them. They will hire readers, you know, a D level reader and pay them, you know, 10, 15 bucks an hour to read scripts. And it literally has to be formatted right. And, and, and you know, all this information is available like Sony, um, Netflix, it, they, they all have a different format of when they accept the script. So they'll hire these D you know, level readers to read the script. And if, if it doesn't hit their bullet points, it will never even make a green light to even get to a director or a producer or anybody else. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they, there's definitely a process behind it. 
Um, and for anyone listening out there, your first 10 pages have got to grab the attention of the reader, of the producer. If, if it's not happening in the first 10 pages, that lures them in. Um, you know, they may not even get past 10 pages. They'll just put it over uh, into the, the outbox or, or the file drawer. It says, no, nah, nah, we're not going to do this. It, it happens. It happens. Well, all. and not only that, but, you know, ideally it's a page a minute. Mm -hmm. And so if you're writing, you know, a script for a feature, you're going to need a lot of pages. And for a teleplay, I think it's 45 to 55 pages. And if you have 44, they want to accept it. If you have 56, they want to accept it, yep. you know? <laughs> yep. And so um, it, it really, it really does uh, matter. You can't just have a story and write it. There are people out there who are professionals that can help. And so my advice is to just seek out somebody that, um, and you know, a good, a good database what I'm learning, Craig, is, you know, IMDb is a great database. Yep. It lists every movie on there, the gross sales, the distribution, the production company. Um, you can literally look at the filmmakers and see who the writer was. Like, it, it, the millions. Yep. It, you know, let's not reinvent the wheel, okay? Yep. So if you have a movie that you've written a story about and it's similar, it's, get on IMDb, look up the writer, look at who was the, the screenwriter, you know, reach out to these people who have done this before. When the, the, the most fun parts for me and uh, Bailey and I are both on IMDb, I'm, I'm sure she's got a pro account. I, I have a pro account with uh, projects and such, but my love of film, I love reading the trivia behind movies and there's a yes. tab and uh just the other day was, uh, there was an old old film on turner classic movies one of my favorite channels and then oh i want to read the trivia or recently i i saw again death on the nile but the the recent death on a nile with kenneth branagh and and such and gal gadot from uh, wonder woman and um read all the trivia, like hundred pieces of trivia, how difficult it was to make the film. And they didn't shoot any of it in Egypt with the main people. It was all shot in England and CGI computer graphic interfaces. Mm -hmm. to make yeah. the pyramids look like the, I'm going, I didn't know this is incredible. They shot the whole thing in England, except for yeah. some, some things. So you can, to anyone listening, you can learn a lot about a film and filmmaking by, as Bailey has suggested, go look at the project and look at the genres, you know, what, what, what made that horror film successful. And they'll, a lot of times it'll give you the box office. It'll say that yeah. the film was made for 30 million and maybe it did 90. Well, that's doing pretty good. You've got to do probably at least double what your budget is or two and a half times to even begin getting your first money back. We didn't talk much, Bailey, about your career uh, coming up a few years back. Uh, in modeling and commercials and being an actress give us give us a little thumbnail of that yeah I um you know with my family life as I had mentioned before I uh, took about four or five years off and only did you know a few better paying you know commercials and over the past year I really just now got back into the industry and so, um, 
honestly, Craig, it is probably the craziest thing. But I think last year I worked on 30 different film projects, commercials, and shoots. That's a lot of work. And it is a lot of work. And I network, network, network. And I've picked up a set, you know, a few good roles, um, some very good SAG roles. I'll be producing a, on a couple of projects. And, uh, you know, here in Georgia, there's always the discussion of, you know, SAG or SAG eligible. I'm SAG eligible. I would like to join the union, but here's my thing. I have met every time I'm on set, I meet actors and actresses and they are so talented and I just don't see myself in that category and and you know they put so much time and work and, and the investment and, and their that is their career and so for me to to make such a claim I it's just very hard for me to put myself in that same category now when I do pick up a role I will work on it I, I have a guy here that's been doing acting classes for a long time he'll help polish me up for each individual role um, but I'm telling you there are some very talented people in Georgia here filming and you know I, I think there's a different passion uh, too that maybe I'll lack I'm just now wanting to learn if that's an area of mine that I would like to grow in. Uh, say I'm going to start doing some acting classes. I, I do have a role coming up for the first female mayor of New York on a, a mob series called The Italians. It's a fantastic entity. Uh, 14 seasons, seven feature films. Uh, we have lead uh, cast from The Sopranos, Godfather, all these multi-talented people and I'm like how am I going to be the mayor and and, th and not only that but I'm very southern <laughs> and how are you going to do the so New York I, are you going to do the you know, New York the part director, right I've, I, I don't know what I'm going to do to be honest with you but I, I have to figure it out <laughs> so you know I've had phone calls with the uh director and so so here's the beauty of being an actor or actor sometimes you just don't fit the part right and so this particular role was created off of Madam Secretary Tia, Tia Leone. And I had, I had, I have a look. And so when the director reached out to me about it, I binged watched all six seasons of Madam Secretary. And I studied everything she did. And um, so I think my only hesitancy about it is really my dialect. Um, but I know there are coaches out there that can help me through that. D the director said he would help me with, you know, uh, in the script, the way it's written. And so he ha he just has a lot of confidence in me. And a lot of times you if you don't have that support system, uh, you know, you don't need to take the role. And because he is willing to come alongside me and um, help me, I, I think he's given me confidence that I can do this role. And so I'm so thankful. His name is Dax uh, Deppy, and he's of Zflix International Studios out of New York. Fabulous, fabulous, brilliant, brilliant guy. And so, um, you know, I, I, I'm just now making those commitments back into my life. You know, so in, in my opinion, Craig, I, I'm a new and different person. And so what's led me up to this point is not the same person that I am because I see things with a different light. 
Um, and, you know, I think that's the beauty of it, whether you, you get out of it or, you know, life takes you a different direction. Uh, film is so forgiving. And what I love about being on set is I meet, you know, background features, other actors. They're that is so diverse. You know, some of them are retired doctors or military officers, and they just like the creativity and there's no judgment. People embrace you for who you are. And that's what I love about film. Excellent. Finishing up our time with producer, actress, model, Bailey MB, based in Georgia. I have a question that's I've wanted to ask. I'm going to ask it. Um, what kind of advice, words of wisdom, would you give to women, no uh, matter young uh, or uh, adult, about getting into the industry, or maybe even more importantly, how to thrive in this industry? What should what should what would you say they should be careful of? Um, you know, what what wisdom would you give them? It is definitely a good opportunity for women now. There's a lot of diversity and inclusion uh, going on. And I, I think for me, Craig, what has helped me is to learn, the more I learn about myself and my abilities and um, confidence that I can bring value to film, no matter what role, I think you reflect that to others. Mm -hmm. And people will either respect it or they don't. And I have chosen for me not to allow those type of people in my life. I, I just accept I'm not everybody's cup of tea. You know, not everybody likes green M&Ms. But I do think that there is so much diversity in film that every woman who, who has any of these characteristic traits or, or they just want to learn about it, I think there's a place for everyone. And you can cross over if you're a manager in a different industry or a coach or a teacher, you can take those same skill sets and put them in the film industry. And I'm sure if, if we could have you back another time, we'll talk about, no, no, I'm just going to ask it. I'll ask it right now. Okay. What, <laughs> what, what kind of advice would you have for a Christian, a person of faith working many, many times in an industry that is secular and doesn't doesn't understand God, maybe doesn't understand Jesus, what would you say? For me, I have learned when I study the word, Craig, I study uh, it in a way that, that I can take the same uh, principles and put them in a secular format and not make it so Bible beating or scripture based, but it's the same principles, much like the principles that establish Alcohol and Anonymous. All of those principles are Bible-based through the book of James. But when you put them in a format that doesn't sound at, you're still getting the same principles. And so for me, I take the knowledge of the word that I learned and I try to communicate it in a different way so that anyone could hear it or receive it. And, and it's not the same. There are some people in, in, in film um, that are, are Christian. You can have those God talks and, and it's wonderful, but not always. But I think for the most part, people are good moral people. And I, I think you can always take those same principles and put them in a secular format to where it's not so preachy. I mean, that's, that's the only thing I know to do. Excellent advice. Excellent advice. 
Uh, Bailey MB, what a treat. What a pleasure to have you on our podcast today. Thank going you, the world. And what a pleasure. So thank you so much. Thank you. I enjoyed it. Um, cheers to everyone. You can find me on uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, or IMDb. <laughs> and for those that are going to be looking at her future roles, we're going to look forward to Bailey with a Southern accent being the yeah. mayor or mayoress, whatever that might be of New York. I can't wait to see that. That's for sure. Yeah, it, it will be fun. <laughs> good. Good, good, good. Thanks. You've been listening to the Six Ways to Sunday podcast with Craig D. Forrest, brought to you by Matchstick Media International, dedicated to excellence in media through inspiration, vision, and education. To learn more, visit us on the web at matchstickmedia.org. That's matchstickmedia.org. Your generous donations, large or small, help defray costs for producing this creative podcast. Thanks for listening and subscribing.